There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. All right, guys. What's the cheapest gift or cheapest gift you've given to someone on Valentine's Day? I can just start because this does not. You must have gotten a lot of good stuff, girl. Come no, on. I can't relate to this because no. I mean I don't know. I always made you know <laughs> MFs would just make it rain for me. Every year. Oh wow! Never, never got a cheap gift yet. Uh, okay, uh, me. Uh, one year I was so broke that I told the girl I was like, look, man, Valentine's Day is so cliche. Like everybody's gonna be going out. Yo, let's go out to dinner like in two weeks. Aye. But I never cashed in that rain check, so she didn't get anything. Oh, you cheap. You just cheap. That's it. Jerry. Jerry. Uh, when I was really broke, you know, I, I offered a tres golpe with my goo meal to my yes. girlfriend at the time. But you know, I was broke, so I gave her two golpes, the queso and the huevos. But I was the salami. Because <laughs> that's the meat. It's expensive. It's expensive. Frank, what about you? All right, there was a girl I was, like, dying to get with in high school when I bought the flowers and the teddy bears and the whole nine, and I was in the car, and I was driving, and I got my boy's car, and I was macking, and I gave her the flowers, and I gave her the candy and the teddy bear, and she gave me a pen. Like, but to write with? A rat. A but, pen? But the worst thing was that at dinner, I looked in the back, and she left the price, and it was, like, $275. Oh. You know what this is. What's good, people? Yeah. Good. Yeah, we're, we're, we're feeling good. Yes. Oh, awesome. my God. I'm feeling so effing good. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Uh. This is season five, episode four. I'm Rachel La Motherfucking Loca. Yeah. Wow. I am uh, Michael Diaz, uh, also known as Juan Bago. Frank Nibs. Uh, and filling in for Jay Ferns is uh, Jerry, a.k.a. El Motherfucker Diaz. Finally. Wow. Cherry. <sighs> Guys, I'm excited to be here. Finally. You're here. I'm here. This is, this is, I'm a here. lot of excuses. We've had like actually seven 
yeah. substitutes before right, you. Right, because I won a contest. Oof. You did. To come host. Go. Yes. And then it was emotional. like seven you check it, you check it in your check. Yeah, check because it. I'm, a, I'm an actual out. fan. Yeah. You know, I actually listen. <laughs> <laughs> Which you means, too. yeah, you I too. listen. Thank yeah. you, Jerry. I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> the best podcast. Yo, but it was funny. We were at Danny's 40th right. on Sunday, and you told me, yo, dude, I haven't cashed I in on what I was supposed to. I haven't done it. And so, I, but Rachel came through. Yeah. She came through. She, Thank she you, Rachel. Yo, first of all, shout out to Danny's 40th. Yes. That's even like. That's right. Yo, what a great event, right? I mean. I mean, not like I was opening the floor for the <laughs> compliment, um, but I do host a hell of a jam. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Put it together. So, Rachel, you've done my surprise 40. Yes. You did Danny's surprise 40. Yeah. What is your plan for your own surprise 40? Damn, I can't oh, wait, man. girl. Because this I know is you're the hardest the one to plan. Yeah. But I have an inkling of an idea. Yeah. Yes. It what came out of the retreat. Yes. We Don't say about. it. No, no, no. no. Don't say it. All right, all right, all right. But it'll be a party. Mm-hmm. It'll be not a party party, you know, but like a, a specific, unique kind of party. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. And I think everybody's invited. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Like everybody that's listening to right now, the podcast? If you want to come to my 40th birthday party, why did I just say my age on the podcast? It's <laughs> good. Be open and be proud it's of I'm it. I'm really just kicking myself wow. in the ass. Wow. Be proud of it. Surprise, and I'm wearing heels, so this hurts. Oh. Yeah. Kicking myself in the anus. Oh, come on. I don't Why really not? talk about my age. I mean, not that because, look, I am happy and proud of who I am. Anyway, that's a different kind of podcast. But <laughs> um, yeah, man, like shout out to Danny. Shout out to all the like comedy that was in the building yeah. for brunch. Come on, that was crazy. Was, was it like a special hilarious episode? Or did you do like a show there? Oh, FOMO, I forgot. You weren't there. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't. Mm. Um, but it's cool. I saw the pictures and the videos. I mean, it's funny enough, uh, before Danny even went through the door, here you are kind of doing like a Sean Diddy and you jump in front and you're like, yeah! <laughs> and I was like, wait, is, uh, isn't that supposed to be for Danny? It but wasn't. I'm like, I okay, guess. I'm selfishly going to explain what that was about. That was about like a surprise success because mm. it's not always a success when you want to surprise so he somebody. He didn't know anything. He didn't know shit, yo. Yo, that's a success. He didn't know anything. Wow. So my jump for joy was for myself. Yeah. It he wasn't for He celebrated, Danny. right. Yeah. Okay. He looked really happy, too. Yeah, he called me and gave but me some really off- nice words. So shout out to him. But you caught him off guard. Caught him off guard. I think that's what it surprises. Success. Yes. Speaking of being caught off guard, you were telling us before about some video conferencing situation that you had. Maybe that's just the trend this week, right? <laughs> yes. Off guard. Yes. Okay. So... <laughs> I also want to kick myself in the ass for this, too, because, okay, shout out to the podcast movement, which is an amazing conference that takes mm-hmm. place once a year for podcasters everywhere. Mm. Um, last year was in Philly. This year it's in Orlando and it's happening in July. So we are planning to go. And they decided to hold a conference call with podcasters of color, POC podcasters. Okay. So we were invited and I was sent a link to a conference call, right? Oh, Which I thought was just gonna, you nah. know, dial me in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Rachel's world. Do I need to? It's always gonna be a hiccup. Do I need to finish yeah. the story? <laughs> you, next topic. You, you know where this is going. Oh, it was boy. Some, yeah. I don't even remember everything I was wearing or not, but I certainly was <laughs> nice. not wearing a bra. Um, I certainly wow. was wearing a do-rag on my head. Wow. And I certainly had baby drool all over my chest. Definitely had eye mocos. Absolutely. I, I think I just finished wiping Donovan's ass, nice. so I probably had caca on my fingernails. <laughs> okay. Let's just 
just say it was really not opportune to be on a FaceTime kind of right. thing right wow. there. And it was a video conference. Oh, my gosh. They, Surprise, I, I, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they can smell you through the conference. Oh, wow. You guys have never experienced something like no, that? No, because you know what? I can't stand people that... FaceTime you out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. Anytime yeah. I see them, and it's always that same sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Those are like ah, creepy, creepy people. Yeah, that to was me. pretty good. Yeah. Why do you FaceTime me? First of all, who's calling anymore? Yeah, Text. Yeah, exactly. Text. <laughs> oh. FaceTiming, and then it's like. It's like super invasive. Any, anybody that calls me is creepy, so. <laughs> Wait, that speaks more. Of forget about FaceTime. What are they want to know you. Yeah. I swear. Who are you? Exactly. Yo, right? I get offended when people just call me. I like a text message. Yeah. Before you can call I call me. you? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, even, like, I, even, I even tell Mike, like, I text him three or four times to call me. Yo, <laughs> call me. What's up? Yeah. yeah. Yo, give me a call when you have time. Yeah. You sure? Why? What's going on? Oh my God. <laughs> I did something? No, no. Just call me. <laughs> Frank's like, yo. Uh, it's just too long to text. Yeah. <laughs> time's Frank's, like, uh, Frank's like, yo, send me a calendar invite for that phone call. Can I tell I'll you accept. what's even worse that you do? It's like, okay, I get the texting thing, but then the back and forth voice notes just talk to each other. If you don't like the voice notes? I like the voice notes. I love we do a lot of voice notes. notes. It's a conversation. Yeah. You know why? Because with voice like notes. talkie Yeah, but what? with voice notes, you can control it. Like, yeah. I can, like, oh, I didn't like the way I sound there. Let me send it again. You know what I'm saying? So I like that stuff. <laughs> you do sound Especially sexy when, in your yo, voice text. voice notes with arguments <laughs> is the best. Because yeah. you'll be like, oh, word, that's what she said? I got it. Yeah. Nah, I didn't like that. There's Let no confusion of tones there. Yeah, it's right. perfect, yo. A lot of sarcasm. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yo, it's perfect. Anyways, um, Speaking of sarcasm, I'll tell you something sarcastic. Um, nothing. Terrible segue. Um, <laughs> I think we should start rating segue <laughs> points. It's not the easiest thing to do. You it's know not, what I mean? I don't know how to no, do it, it's not. Anyway, we, we don't claim to be segue kings and queens here. We no, don't. Not. Nope. <laughs> There's no award for it, but no, not really. we wouldn't be nominated. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the Super Bowl, let's discuss. Oh, boy. It was such a great Super Bowl, you guys! Uh, Were you watching a replay? Because uh, the Super Bowl this year was the what? worst rated Super Bowl this ever. This is the best Super Bowl I've ever not watched. What the hell's wow. going on? My husband won his pool. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, we won. Wait, Congrats. correct. Congrats, we Rachel. won a pool. Congrats, you guys. What is it, wife tax? <laughs> oh, how much did you win? <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to say exactly because, you know, the Yo, streets Valentine's is watching. Taxi. Ta tax season, son. Couple Gs. Couple Gs. You know what I'm saying? We're going to DR. No We're going to pull out of control. Yeah. Oh, you got it right, girl. Weeks, okay? That's right. You okay. never say. Right. Coco Loco. Hey. Hey. Wow. Yo, last year, yo, your husband's culito, your husband's culito last year was mad tight because he didn't win what? last year. Last year. Mike, why would you even say I'm saying last year. He could pull a brick out of brick wall. Oh. <laughs> why are you talking about my husband's culito? Like his he was mad nervous because he was, he, he was doing the same thing last year, but like. 
the, Phil- the Philadelphia Eagles messed it up for him, and oh y'all, God, he's so he couldn't stay still, yo. He left the game. He, he left. He was so close to winning mad, mad ducats. Like yeah. Mad. Oh and God. he was so nervous. That he's like, y'all watch the game. I'm out. And he left. <laughs> poor Edgar. Oh yeah. My oh, boy. <laughs> but congrats to your yeah. husband. Congrats, to guys. us, you yeah, mean. To, yes, yeah, right. my bad. Yes. yes, to you. Um, so, guys, I just want to tell you that I can add reporter to my resume. What happened? Because yesterday, oh, guy, yeah, yeah uh, I just another <laughs> slash to my bio because yesterday Wait. I was in the Bronx. Um, I got off on 149th Street to go to uh, BJ's. Okay. And I noticed that it was You a were huge... given what? No, I was accepting. <laughs> oh, you were going to. Yeah, I was oh, going to. Thank you, Jerry. Like a second. I got, yeah, I got confused. Sorry. Talking about my husband's asshole. That's why I go to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, BJ okay. uh, sells in bulk. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so check it. So I'm getting off. I mean, uh, our listeners are not, are not familiar with uh, the Bronx. So I'm getting off the two train, and I'm noticing a huge crowd. And while I'm trying to go on street level, I noticed it was just a mob. It was at least maybe six, seven hundred people. Wow. So then I went from the two to the five. I went to the four platform. I look across, and literally, it was there was a stroller on the yellow section on Ooh. the oh, edge. That okay, me. that's yes. dangerous. That's yes. not so good. Hard I never. Right now. I'm not the type right that I'll take ventricle. my. Phone. That's not good. I never take my phone out for anything. It's it's I, to me sometimes I feel like it's cheesy, and then people are probably looking at me like, "Look at this a hole." Right. But I recorded the video, and I'm telling Sophie, my girlfriend, I'm like. Listen, I'm on my way, but check this out. Seven-second clip of how crazy it was. She's like, oh, my God. I was like, you know what? Let me just post this up on Twitter. Right. I posted it up on Twitter, you know, like 800, 900 views, and then certain people started sharing it. This morning, Gothamist hit me up. New York Post hit me up. Almost. New York Times hit me up. Then politicians were using it because they were like, hey, Cuomo, what's going on, man? All You're not right. putting the money into the to the MTA. Yeah. So a lot of groups and politicians were like, yo, this is insane. So um yeah, it was it was crazy. So Mike the video went know. Mike is mainstream media, bro. Man. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I haven't had to blow up. Yo, honestly, yo. I'm competing with you now. Oh. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's go. So, so it, yeah, so it it was it was really nuts. But like on a side note, that was insane. Like you yeah. have a stroller, and she wasn't even oh, moving. Mom, I can't hear this. Yeah. And and then the thing about it, it was like another five six hundred people in there. So it was really crazy. They have to do something about oh, it because the MCA, it's super dangerous. The MCA has been on a on a tear the last five years. They've been killing us. But let's They've raise the prices. Us. Yeah. Yep. Oh no, they're gonna they're gonna oh, raise no, them again. See, here's the they're thing. They're gonna raise them again. Yeah. Very um, soon. Yep. Rachel, I don't know if you heard about this. Um, Lyft, Uber, uh, they're raising, they're putting like a tax yeah, of two ninety five, like minimum. If you're coming, be I got below. a theory. I got a theory. I got a French Prince theory. Every time I see like a stop or someone gets sick on a on a on a train, mm-hmm. and I see everybody come out. As soon as everybody come out, everybody's doing the Uber or the Lyft. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. to me, Lyft and Uber's making mad loot every time this facts. one of these. Oh, one of are these, they working facts. together? The MTA, I, that's, that's Uber, Lyft. Lyft. Yup, they are. <gasps> Yes, wow. they are. I'm yeah, telling you. And Juno? And you see- no, because interestingly enough, Juno did not impose the, t- the increase yet. Ah, you see? 
I'm telling you, they all work together, guys. Right. And Via, I believe, too, has not either. Mm. Only Lyft and Uber has. Mangu. Okay. You don't have Mangu? That's up Mangu is a Dominican one, yeah, right? It's one yeah, that one's there. <laughs> yeah, you don't get five stars, five platanos. Mike, the rating. Congrats, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah. Congrats was, to you. I had an inner voice that was telling me, this is it. This is your moment. Peabody you, Award. You're not going to become famous yeah. because of your art. You're going to be famous as a reporter. So I feel like, you know what? Maybe I'll get invited to the State of the Union for wow. the state. And yeah. Cuomo can bring me up. And or maybe they'll give you an MTA car for the whole year. There what? we go. A Unlimited for a year? Oh, yeah. oh my God. God. For Latinos out loud, for four of us. Oh, swipe everybody in. <laughs> <laughs> I get Jamie's. I get Jamie's. I was here. Yep, yep. Well, Jamie, yeah. <laughs> can you ask them, given your fame, like to like do an LOL branded Metro car? Whoa. Yes, son. I come with fire, bro. You know what I'm nice. saying? You know what I mean? like your branding there. <laughs> All right, so it's now the time for. Well, Jerry's here, so he's mm. going to be doing the Bochito. Bye. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. What? Wait, what? No, no, no. You know, it's been 295 days since I won my contest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 someone's yeah, yeah. been keeping count. And I think, you know what, Tip, just drop that for me. Woo. Drop what? It's been building. Do your best Jerry impression. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a Jerry note. Yeah. The impressions. Yeah, yeah, for real. Here we go. I'm still emotional. I'm speechless, but I'm not because I'm still continuing to talk about yeah. it. But now. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, yo. Am I going to be the host or what? Why do you just keep saying, yo? It's time for the real voice. Jerry Diaz. <laughs> yo, son! That so was so be, dramatic. So, excuse wow. me. Excuse me. Okay, yes. You have the floor. So be it that it's been this long and... um. You guys mention me every show. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I'm here to set the record straight on a couple of things. Okay. Set it off. Okay. <laughs> all right. First of all, uh, the most recent thing that was talking about me getting emotional for karaoke, Jamie wanted to open his mouth. Oh. It's all part of selling the song. Mm. <laughs> I knew what song I wanted to pick. I was making it dramatic. Uh, and the song my, was? Every, I always pick Phil Collins. Take a look at me now. Take a look at me now. Okay. Mm. So that was not emotion. That was you in character. <laughs> there was emotion there. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but not like Jamie. No, because he was crying. Yeah. That didn't happen. Jamie impression okay. number one. That's number one. Who does the best impression out of everybody? Okay, so He's that's my second there. point. <laughs> He's got a whole spiel. Let him talk. This is my okay, second okay. point. The floor is Jerry. He's earned the segment. Yeah, second point. <laughs> yes. So I've realized that Jamie is... Like, what is it like when they have the virus and it's like a patient X? Right. Jamie is patient X with my impression. Right. And then Jamie's impression, then Mike does Jamie's impression of me. Right. And then your impression is an impression of Mike's impression doing Jamie's impression of me. Okay. Where did it start, by the way? Where, where, where this did, is so where, meta. My brain is so going to Jamie, explode. So I'm going to be a fucking about, Motrix. I need a graph or Let's a talk about the origins of us making fun of your voice. Right. Where did it start? Jamie. Okay. Yeah, and Jamie's yeah. not here. So that so I'm ironic. I'm, ironically, wow, okay. he's not here to face the music. But that day will come. My reckoning will. He will face my reckoning. <laughs> nah, dude, yo, I was just playing. It was jokes. Nah, I got jokes for you, bro. It was at this moment. And that on he top missed, of that, thank he you. fucked up. Yes. <laughs> And then on top of that, I'm not the yo person. I don't know where in the impression it gets it. Rachel owns the yos. This is true. That's well, true. thank you. I Facts. don't want to claim that. I don't want to claim that I own yo. Facts. I don't claim. I don't own it. But I'm giving it to you. I borrow and I finesse and I make it better. <laughs> and it sounds like I'm a 13 year old prepubescent rapper trying to start a freestyle. 
Yo, yo, guys. Yo, guys. I don't know where that... How about when your daughter hears it? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, why did we... Keep my daughter out of this. Daddy, you never say yo. What are they doing? <laughs> So I just want to say now, moving forward, yes. I will be calculating every time you guys mention me. Oh, boy. Oh. I'm going to use it to create a segment just like I did in this one. Wow. To be able to retort and answer all misconceptions of me, Jerry, and Molly Folka. Thank you. That's, right. that's all I Are you guys straight now? Do you guys understand? So just know that I'm always listening. Always listening. <laughs> and do I ever make fun of you? No, you don't. Thank you. you don't. Listen, but I know you want to. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know how. You don't know how. I don't know how to do for, voice. For the record, yeah. when I do your voice, it's for reference. Jamie does it to make fun of. But you do your voice to me. You do my voice to me. He goes, yo. Jerry, this is what you should do when you're in the show. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yo. <laughs> I don't talk like that. Yo, true talk. The yesterday I called call. Jerry. I called Jerry yesterday. Like, so Jerry, in this point, you're going to be like, yeah, so what's that? And I'm like, can you just <laughs> tell me, bro? Yo. Just yo. tell me how I'm talking. I'm on the phone with you. I hear you saying Yo, me. he does the same thing to me that, yo, what's up? Right. I'm doing it too, also. He and I think, and I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. I think it really got to me when Frank started doing it. Oh. Because Frank, because, no, because Frank don't do a pressure. And then I hear him like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, doing that and I lost. <laughs> so just know, uh, I'm gonna be, ju- I'm gonna figure out some type. I'm gonna figure out some type of sound audio. So every time you guys mention me, it's gonna be dropped on this, and I will be accumulating time so I can come at some point in the season. <laughs> wow. To gather wow. thoughts. Yeah, that's wow, it. Jerry. So uh, I think it's time for, for the Pachita 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 Yeah, let's talk about Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Ay. 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 I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all day. Jerry! Yo! Alright, so now it's time for the Pochiche bite. Wait a minute, that's not Jamie. <laughs> Jamie what's or up, Mexican man? Jamie. You came back? <laughs> that was Mexican Yo, Jamie. Hola, no. Nah, listen to what he's saying. <laughs> Come on! He turns Mexican. Yo! <laughs> Pinche wey. No, I don't. So, Jerry. No, so, yeah. So, I mean, the obvious, the biggest, one of the biggest stories this weekend was the uh, the Super Bowl halftime Ooh. show. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Which was completely, which uh, didn't have any good reviews from what was being said on the internet. Horrible. And at one point in time, Adam Levine took off his shirt. What was that about? I don't know. He looked like Ed Norton in American History X. Freaky's so concerned. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? It's like, it just felt like, the, it felt like the show was doing a nosedive, and he tried to save, save it, it with his pecs. Yeah. Something only Frank can do. We know that. <laughs> uh, you know, he had some people performing with him. He had uh, Big Boy, who came out in a fur coat. What was and, that? What was uh, that? He looked like a he looked like a polar bear. Yeah, it, it was a little because you think it's hot in Atlanta, isn't it? Yeah, right. Uh, Peter probably has something to say about that. And, of course, the Travis Scott performance, which had a whole bunch of iPhone graphics for us at home, but I don't think they were seeing that at the yeah, at the yeah, place, yeah, which is yeah. kind of a little weird. Right. But uh, none of that seemed to, uh, to have saved um, the halftime performance because mm-hmm. everyone's trashing it, and a lot of people are calling for a double standard because Adam Levine showed a nipple. Uh, like Janet Jackson right, did it. It's not right. an uproar. What, what? But I think it's everything to do with the little sundial nipple thing. Really? Yeah. How, how do you... Can you elaborate on this? Like, Wait, how do you what? do... Like, elaborate on this double standard for me. Well, meaning a lot of people are upset that Adam Levine was able to take off his shirt and show his nipple 
and Janet couldn't show hers. That's not fair. Yeah, that's, that's not fair. True. I got to be honest. Like, my dad walks around the house without a shirt. I've been witnessing that for my whole existence. <laughs> and, and sometimes it needs to be blurred out, too, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's my dad's nipple. Like, yeah, I see it all. You know what I mean? I think it's different here. I think we're talking about something different. I have a fucking problem when he walks around with tidy whities. I'm like, dad, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I can see the outfit. What? All right, dad, stop it. But that's dad, I'm right about. here, dad. <laughs> So that. yeah, so apparently, like you know, it's different. It is. It it's is. a guy. Yeah. So it's a whole thing with the Super Bowl. Like a lot of people didn't want to do it because they felt it was going to be heavily criticized and all that stuff. And to to good uh, to good you know because it actually did that people wow. uh, really uh, trashed it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, another bochinche bite. I mean, this Go. is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson. Yes. Did you guys hear about this? Yes, 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 yes. So Liam Neeson... He was, was trending, so I know something yeah, bad happened. Yeah, he was doing an interview for uh, promoting his new movie. Mm-hmm. And he talked about what, how... What, Taken 19? Yeah, Taken okay. 22. Um, <laughs> I think he's mixing the movies now. Yeah, The Taken Son. I don't know. Uh, so apparently he was uh, speaking on... As, as far as like he had a friend that was assaulted, sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And uh, he became very, very upset. And he took that and... He supposedly uh, didn't take it very well and started roaming the streets for two weeks looking for, and I quote, some black bastard oh, to come and start with him so he can fight. He was, he said he was, he, I mean, but he said a lot of problematic things in this interview because he said he was, he was holding a lot of cash to set them up. What? Like, what? Yes. Well, he, wanted, he wanted a black guy to like, like he wanted him? a black guy to jump him so he could kill him so he could do his taking moves. Sounds like Bernie oh. Getz. Yeah, like Bernard Getz in the Getz 80s from, yeah. for all the young people listening. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. explain because most of our audience wasn't born. Bernard well, Getz was, uh, uh, he was, uh, he was in the 80s, I think it was 84. He was a uh, white dude, real small, frail. He had white glasses. He had little glasses, glasses like a nerd. nerd. And he had been robbed a few times in New York and he decided to get Take a gun. in his own hands. Go in the train station like at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. He found four black guys that came up to him, they tried to rob him, and he shot all four of them. Like the Punisher. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and everybody was looking for him for a weekend. When they saw him, they were like, "Get the hell out of here!" That was, was this guy? puny guy? Yeah. yeah. So, wow. so go ahead, Jerry. Sorry. Yeah. No. So, so I mean, it's, I just, I mean, I just wanted to say, like, you know, it's, it's a weird, like, it was trending and it was a big story, but you know, I, I've known a lot of Liam Neesons in Me my too, life in New York. So yeah, so I don't know where that's gonna let, like, you know. Well, he canceled. Uh, apparently, they canceled his appearance at the red right. carpet. Oh yeah. man. So I'm, I'm gonna stop watching. Gonna... I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stop watching his films. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, he's gonna really get hurt in the pocket now by me because. I can't see Take It 32 now. <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. Well, thank you so much, Jerry, for Thanks, filling in for Jamie Absolutely. doing the Bochincha Bites. Absolutely. And now it's time for some fake news. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hey, Frank. Hi, how are we today? Yo, this is my favorite part of the show, guys. I'm, I'm <laughs> so excited serious? to be here. <laughs> to just be here. Sorry, Frank. I didn't mean to throw you off. Go ahead, wow. Bro. Okay. Frank All right. Fan everywhere. Hey. <laughs> Frank um, perked up right now, by the way. He's like, yeah, really? Yeah. Well, the only story in the Super Bowl wasn't about Adam Levine. Um, there's uh, a musician by the name of 21... Savage that got arrested that this past weekend yes. at the Super Bowl, and people were talking a lot about this. And the reason I'm going to talk about it is because it has to do with uh, deportation, a lot of issues that Latinos are facing right now. And this this gentleman uh, musician is African American, and uh, he got arrested over the Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta. And so he was a, celebrating. Right. He was celebrating. No, he's already. originally... He's, he's, he's kind, from ATL, right? Right, he's, he's from ATL, so a lot of people kind of find it like a coincidence that he's from ATL. And, by the way, it's Black History Month, mm. right? So a lot of people kind of find that weird. Oh, and by the way, he's being um, deported to England. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, his mother is from England. But originally she was from uh, an island called Dominica, uh, which is a Dominican uh, Republic. A, no, no, Dominica. Mike, it's, it's, a, it's a country. British Commonwealth. Yeah. There's another right, one? so he has the chance they of being deported. He doesn't have the N at the end. He ha- he, th- there could be a chance that he's deported to England, then deported back to Dominica in the Virgin Islands. And this could really Same. hamper his career and what have you. Right, so people like looking at that right now. And uh, he got arrested in 2014 and nobody ever did anything about it. So people find this wow, kind of so weird. He got receipts. Right, so, and there's another thing. Um, he did a meme uh, about 69. Uh, 69. Takashi right. 69. 69. He called him a snitch and a rat. Because as we know, uh, 69 right he's now. He's making co- deals. He's making right? deals. He's cooperating with the feds. <laughs> he's making deals. So a lot of people are saying that maybe the feds got ICE to go after him. Right? Dealing with the 5 <laughs> <laughs> Also, they might, they're saying that the music industry is probably behind this because uh, he owns all his masters. Oh, uh, there you go. And oh, he has a uh, 70-30 split on his record deal. Well, and he's Jay-Z? No, we've heard about Mike, Michael yeah, Jackson, absolutely. right, after he got his master's. Absolutely. And we've heard about Prince yes. after yeah. he got his rights from Warner Brothers. So people are kind of looking at this, and they're like, Oh, my yeah. God. Wow, Frank. The hey, pattern. Guys. And he did a song with uh, J. Cole. Yes. And in the song with J. Cole, he talked about immigration. And he talked about uh, a lot of things about the music industry. And they are saying that since he spoke about these things, they're going after him. The song is called A Lot, I think, right? Uh, Yes, it is. You're right. And, you know, for people that say you're coming up with things or what have you, uh, the Trump administration announced on Thursday it it has imposed a visa restriction on Ghana. So is it a coincidence that all these things are happening? Now the African-American community is like, yo, this is not only happening to Latinos. This may be happening to us. You have people from Trinidad, from Jamaica, mm. from the Virgin Islands, from Africa. Hey, is this fight for uh, African Americans too? So what, just... you're saying, so what you're saying is that the 21 Savage, the moment that they're doing that is kind of bringing awareness that right. that might be another target. Correct. Right. Correct. Wow. Yes. But uh, it's, it's not just Latinos. It's all people of color. Right. Yeah. Is this Trump administration targeting all peoples of color? Damn, bro. I'm going to leave. This could be you. Right, I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna leave you guys with this. This was um, uh, something I read um, <clears throat> on a, on an Instagram uh, post. This is what somebody put. Uh, he about he about to make history, quote unquote. Uh, Twenty one Savage, the first N word to get deported. Y'all better wake the f up. Trump, his whole family, illegal immigrants, and all them folks ain't said shit or trying to do anything. Shit is getting real. Who wrote this? Some guy on, on Instagram. Latanya from 145. Latanya, <laughs> what I sent you to you, school for, Latanya. Thank you very much to all my loeros, my love. You yeah. know how it is. Yes, <laughs> very quickly, <laughs> very very quickly, Jerry. Yes, yes. You being a big fan of the fake news, mm-hmm. how did it feel being live? Oh no, right this here. no for real. I there was a tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. You know, you can't explain things. It's like the the child of my the birth of my child. Yes. <laughs> the, you know, getting on stage the first time. Yes. Because I filled in for Frank. Yes, Which you was nerve Yes, before. it was. But to Especially be here, when we find out that he's not on the show. Usually he doesn't listen to the episode. <laughs> but when he's not on, he's the first one and have notes. I never saw Michael ja- Jordan play live. I never saw Michael Jackson, you know, perform live. But I got this. I my brother. Do fake news live within three feet. That's all I need. Uh, Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Like there's people that come see his live, but I, I, people really are fans. Bro, 
of the fake news. No, I've been getting DMs, man. A lot of, well, hey, 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 wait, Frank, hold Frank. on. Time out. That's time why out. I had to bring it when time I was out. there. I had to bring time it. Time out. I forgot to mention this. My bad. This news came through our interns today, Alex, Rocio, and Handel, which is a producer here, has a podcast show about deep, about um, immigration. immigration. Yes. So this whole handle. this whole thing about immigration and what have you, you know, a lot of you know it's, it's it's been brewing in the group you know and what have you so they brought this uh, um story to me so it kind of hit home and i've also had uncles that have been deported my uncle i remember coming home in my house smelling like onions he was sleeping in a uh, yola for yeah. 10 days wow and he fucking came at three o'clock in the morning smelling like like onions and he got deported five years later yeah. he was, <laughs> yeah, he was, every time they knocked the door he would hide under the couch <laughs> yeah yeah and he's like bro it was just it was just, it was just ups <laughs> Mira, se va oficial, tiene un uniforme. He's like, yo, it's just a UPS uniform, bro. <laughs> well, we should include a link to Hendel's podcast. In yes. yes. Wait up, hold on, hold on, wait up. I got it right here. It's called Immigration Mike. Right. And you can catch it on Apple, he told me. And we'll include nice. the link in the description if yes. you want to just click right there. Yes, check that out. Check that out because this is a very important topic. And I think is you know, we, we got to look into it. There's a, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. And we got to start looking into it because it's affecting us and our, you know, our relatives. Let's educate Absolutely. ourselves. Yes. Thank Frank, you. once again, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, man, yeah, that was amazing. Thank you. Amazing yes. stuff. Amazing research. Thank you so thank much, guys. Amazing. Awesome. No, 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 no. I love thank you. you. Thank you. My Loyos, I love you. Wow, Frank. What's up, Latinos Out Loud listeners? This is Cruz Castillo from the National Hispanic Media Coalition's Millennials Meet World podcast. I'm here to let you know about NHMC's annual Impact Awards Gala. This year's our 22nd one on the 22nd of February. And it is an amazing moment where all the Latinx talent gathers. And it's just time to showcase people that are out there changing the industry. Latinos and allies that are coming together, making positive change, creating positive representation, and trying to change the narrative. Make sure to join us. Check out our Eventbrite. All right, you guys, this is the part of the show, you guessed it, where we interview somebody amazing. I mean, oh I say God. the same thing every yeah. week. Is it getting tired? Should no, I no, stop? No, no, it's good. No, no, it's like good. a broken it's record. No, it's no, good. No, but no, I mean it every time I say it. As a that's listener, the thing. It, it works every time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jerry. I'm giving you, yeah. All right, real quick. You know what I'm saying? He was voted to 2018 Ebony's Power 100. He was voted to, there's more, Forbes 2019 30 under 30. What? Did you hear me? He's under 30, okay? He was on 2018's top five influencers New York entrepreneurs should follow. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for John Henry. <laughs> For the first time ever, for the first time ever on the podcast, four Dominicans on the mic right now. It is major platano power. Oh shit! We went all the way there from the job. If we're gonna be truthful, it's three and a half Dominicans. I'm only half, so I still three point five. You rounded off to four. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for making me feel better. But welcome, John, to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you guys for having me on. We were supposed to have you, but we had a schedule situation, and then you started recording your show. That's right. So that's right. So better. Perfect timing. Perfect. So yes. we can sit here and tell our listeners all about you because yeah. we know all about you. But could you briefly tell our listeners yes. what it is you do and how you bout it about it? Yes. Let me tell you about who I am mm. before I tell you who 
who I do. No, what I do. Oh, hey. Uh, we'll, take that we'll take that to oh, we'll take I that would that love to know. Hey. Exclusive, guys. Yeah, part B to LOL. the question. Please continue. Please. So here's the deal, right? The most important part of my upbringing is coming from Dominican parents. Mm. Mm. It's just the most important thing, mm. right? Because Amen. My parents, they came here. They had a, a kind of a crazy journey here. And I'm a firm believer that I can make all the money in the world times 10 and then some, and it wouldn't even repay a fraction of what my parents Facts. had to do to get here and, and give that life for their kids. And I've, I've, you know, as immigrants, like we, for better or for worse, for better and worse, it's both, um, we, we bear the weight of our parents' immigration journey to the country. Mm -hmm. And when I was coming up, that was, it was prohibitive to my growth because, you know, you see people around you have it way easier. Like, damn, why can't I have my own room? Why can't I have my, it's like all these first world problems. And then you grow up and you realize, yo, that shit made you way more resilient than everybody else around you, you know? And so anyway, so that, that's like my, that's my DNA. Um, and after you go through some shit like that, where, you know, a lot of us, maybe folks listening, folks here, whatever, we grew up below the poverty line. I did. Both my parents combined didn't make 30000 We grew up, up uptown in the Heights. Um, my mom was worked odd jobs, but she mostly was a custodian. You know how it is. Every Dominican family has a housekeeping operation. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah, somebody. somewhere it's up. Una tía. You need a hookup? Yeah. Yo, yeah. I had a housekeeping business at some point, and my, oh, I was so heated because my mom always tried to get her sister, you know, work. She'd be like, hey, you need someone? I was like, mom, please. I'm trying to be so professional. Anyways. So, that's tough. That's family. That's, that's real. Yeah. That's right. She'd be like, son, you can never get mad at us. Oh, my God. Yeah, because that's the thing. Because then they'll get half-assed to work. And they'll be like, hey, so what do you know me? Half-assed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, smoking on the job. <laughs> no, it's sobre no mío el dueño. ¿A quién le va a dar complaint? Tú sabes, sobre no mío. So you guys know the deal, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so with that said... You know, you take someone who comes from that DNA, you mix it with a seed that went astray, like some of my, you know, have, you know, people in my family that you take that DNA and, you know, if the guidance isn't there early, it brings you down a certain path. Now, you take that DNA and you mix it with a good seed, with a receptive seed. I don't mean good, like morally. I mean, like, receptive seed that is able to understand, okay, this is the shit that we go through. Doesn't mean that it's going to make me. It doesn't mean it's going to define me. It's not deterministic, but it is, it helps shape your perspective a little bit. Steers yeah. you. And so now it steers you. That's right. And so now, now that I'm doing business and shit like that, like there's not a single corporate boardroom that I enter where I'm not the one with the maximum amount of street smarts in there. Mm. And when you can mix the street smarts with the board smarts, you could take it anywhere you want. And so that's the DNA for the listeners right now. Like, that's all you got to know about me. No, but I'm just kidding. But <laughs> that, so, you know, to fast forward. So I, my first business was a laundry business. My pops was in the dry cleaning thing. So I started a little thing on my own while working as a doorman. I did well with it. I took it further than he ever could or, or did. But elaborate on that because it was a special laundry business. That's right. That's right. So, oh, shit. You know, I could touch on a little part of the story that I never mentioned because I was a doorman and I was a doorman in a the building. There were very few Latinos and there was one guy. He's a Puerto Rican cat. And he's like, yo. He would took he took it as a personal insult if I didn't aspire to be more than his fucking doorman. And I was a damn good doorman, so he could have selfishly kept me there. But he's like, yo, I would take this shit as an insult 
if you just stay there. Not that I was planning to, but he was shocking that in me. Like, yo, go out here and make it your own. And so what he had at his disposal was actually a dry cleaner. And that's how I actually got started in the business. He was like, yo, I don't have much, but this is what I have. Make with it what you will. The good seed, right? So what does a good seed do in soil? As long as you give it fucking air, water, and light, it's just going to grow. Blossom. It's going to blossom. Right. Because I, I love it when people are, are, are bitching and, and, you know, they'll pray for the cake. But then when you get the eggs, the batter, the milk and shit like you're you're not what mixing the ingredients. Right. You got to you got to be active with it. Oh, I got to make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bake it. Fuck right. out of here. Exactly. Yeah. Got somebody so, to do it on five. So those were the ingredients that I had was was that. And, and I took it and I hustled a little bit in Harlem, tried to get customers. Ultimately. Through one of the other residents, I found a little end to the film and TV business. So we did do all the dry cleaner for Wolf of Wall Street, Boardwalk Empire, Law and Order, Person wow. of Interest, Black all these kinds of films. That was really cool oh my to do God. as a little jig. Yeah, because it had that effect, right? Yeah, clean like, Leo's underwear? Right, right, right. <laughs> what does it smell like, son? Right. Burn. I want to know. Roses. I would, I would no, I I knew know. it. I was going to say hyacinth. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a much more bougie flower. That's what I would think, Leo Hyacinth. Mm. So, so that, um, so that's what it was. Um, and yeah, the film TV thing is cool because it got the wow effect. But in reality, it's the same shit. You know, I just like I, I do believe. I used to not believe in luck. I used to be like, yo, hundred percent hustle. There's fucking luck, bro. Like the luck that mm. the fact that we're here right now, whatever circumstances brought us individually to the city, like this city you're more prone to get lucky because try and get lucky in fucking mobile Alabama. Right. Like it just, it's not as likely or in Syria right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I do believe in fortune, but I also believe that if you come at things with a certain attitude, you're more likely to get fortunate. Um, and so anyway, my luck was that I broke into the film TV, did well with it, kept growing, whatever. I flipped it. I sold that business. And since then I've been starting businesses, trying to make shit pop off, whatever I'm there. Real estate, I wanted to own that shit. I didn't have the bread. I fucking flipped my way in. I'm there. Cafe, I'm there. Dental practice, I'm there. Fucking event, you know, anything. I'm there all the time. I'm always going to be there. It doesn't matter what business. Like, doesn't matter what because what I'm trying, I grew up with a fucking chip on my shoulder. I grew up always being the kid who had the fucking lease. And I said, you know what? As As long as I have something to do about it, something to say about it, like blacks and Latinos will not continually be broke. I read a stat that said in 2050, the average fucking net worth of someone of color is going to be negative. Yeah. I said, they didn't ask me. Aye, aye, aye. Like they didn't ask, like they didn't ask, where did they get that stat? As long as I'm around, as long as we're around, we're going to make sure we're balancing the scale. Yo, you so need, that's what I'm about. You need like a show called Tiburon Tank. <laughs> <laughs> where Latinos come. Oye, me bien. Okay. It could be in Spanish because it's tiburon tank. Yeah. That's so, good. That's good. That's good. Anybody. Oh, that man. is such an So I got, fi- I got fired a little fired up, um, but that's what I'm about. Um, and it feels really nice to be here, right? Because it's, it's a nice, it's a different situation than, so John, um, Tell us what you're about. You know, it's like we can get real. What's the forecast for the third quarter of 2019, John? Given Just let me know. Right? If you don't diversify your assets, you know, multiple <laughs> revenue streams, That's right? right? That's right. Am I right? And thank you. We could take Hello. it all the way there. Right. We could take it all the way there, but we could also bring it to the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Come on. 
So come back to those. Let's let's break it down. So so uh, ask you right away. Yeah. First mentor. Yeah. Who got you onto that next level in the sense of understanding? Okay, I, this is the blueprint, or Easy. this is sort of the path. Easy. All day, Hugo Sanchez, my brother. Um, this was the cat that got me in the laundry game. Okay. This is the cat mm-hmm. that did his thing all while like being him, right? He he would walk out of the building sometimes and like, you know, he you know what I'm saying he's what he quick kid comes through he's got the you know Chacho. the Mets cap on tilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's driving. He's driving the M5. He's legit what he quit and like he never. <laughs> He never compromised. No, no, he's not that boricua. He's like, oye, nene. You know, he's a little bit more. No hay cama para Celia. I don't right? know. No, that was a miss. <laughs> you have to quote Gran Combo if you're going to talk about Puerto Rican. So here's the deal, right? So he came around. I really liked his whole style. His whole shit was about, yo. He was like, yo, I maintain, like, I, I remember one day I have a tendency to want to get technical with motherfuckers and I was like, What's the definition of a millionaire? And he's like I was like, yo, Forbes defines millionaire if you can take a whole year off of working and you still make a million dollars. He's like, My dude, being a millionaire just means you're free. Don't ever listen to that bullshit. It just means you're free. Like I'm here in this bill, I'm still doing me. I'm free. I'm a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? So he taught me early on, like he taught me how to do it in your own way. And I've been, you know, nurturing my ability to do that since. So that's my first mentor, easy. So you are also a fellow podcaster. I am indeed. You did some stuff for eBay. And Gimlet Media. Can you Media. tell us yes. about that? With Gimlet, awesome, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. they're in the news right they're now. They're in the news. <laughs> Biggest news in the audio space that has been announced thus far, easy. Um, Apple controls the distribution as a fucking monopoly, right? You have Spotify, yeah. you have some other cats, but like Apple has that hold because they got in so early credit to them they pioneered an industry didn't even know would take off the way it did um and the reason the podcasting industry has a tough time attracting more dollars was because for a long time you didn't have really great analytics Mm -hmm. and in order for an advertiser to support spend even if they have someone a vp of whatever multicultural market whatever people want to put bread into podcasts they have to defend that to you know, that's they need right. Metrics. They need metrics. And so they didn't have metrics for a long time, whatever they released them, but still Apple has a hold. Spotify will be able to level the playing field. And I, I think like podcasts, there's just a lot of friction. You gotta download this shit, you da da da, you gotta find it. Spotify makes it easy to, you know, to discover things, music, what have you. So their acquisition of Gimlet should help level the playing field. I think it's really big news. Um, I'm knocking on wood for Alex. Uh, and Matt Lieber, the founders over there, Alex Bloomberg, Matt Lieber, fucking great guys. Yeah. Nice. Great, 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 great. I had the great fortune of hosting their first ever branded podcast, which they produced for eBay. Um, and, you know, they were just really fun to work with. Um, so that's my thoughts on the acquisition. I hope it goes through. So that's tell us awesome. more about the eBay podcast. What was that about? What was the premise? What did you do on that podcast? The premise was, I love what you guys are doing. You guys are putting yourself in position. Oh, my God. This is building your, your guys' brand equity tremendously. Not the people, not even just the people on the mic, but the whole production team, everything. You guys are part of something special. And when you're part of something special, that builds your brand equity. For me, brand just means like when someone thinks of something, are you coming up in the conversation? Mm. Now, anytime someone says, yo, Latino podcast, you guys are going to come. You guys are top five. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys are crushing yes. it. Yes. Right? Woot, woot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? That's what so, it sounds like when I type it on text. Woot, woot. That's what but I But do say you use the zeros? Do you do W00T? That's a great idea. <laughs> I 
never even thought of that. It makes it more woo woo. Yo, John is like, yo, we gotta so, write down. So is someone recording this? <laughs> <laughs> so um, that that's what it was. Like I happen to be um, then, and I st- I think still now, uh, um, like just a young entrepreneur of color doing their thing, and so. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of macro pressure for corporates to go diverse. You know what I'm saying? They need people that are palpably cultural for them. Like, not like, yo, what's good, my nigga? Like right, that. Yeah. They would be like, yo, all right, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're looking can for- we get HR in here? <laughs> we can get a, you can get a year. We'll, yeah. give, we'll let them give them yours. <laughs> you get a trial run. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Um, but if, if you're able to sit somewhere in the middle, you get opportunities, branded opportunities. That's the way media's going. It's not just enough to sustain it with advertising dollars. Branded content is a new wave. Um, and so, yeah, so I was just fortunate to have been, you know, chosen. I did my thing. We did two seasons. We launched the second season at South by Southwest. It made a lot of nice. buzz. Damn. I did a podcast for Washington Post. Same vein. Once you do it once, then you signal to the rest of the market, oh, shit, he could do that. She could do that. Right. And then you get more of those kinds of things. And that's so, even how I got Vice Land. So dope. Yeah. So dope. I, I, I want to go back um, as far as uh, being Dominican because yeah. I feel like I've always said it and Jerry and I have had conversations. There's something about the spirit of being Dominican they can hustle. Like, they just have that ability. Have you been able to now at this time figure that out, that that DNA that makes a Dominican, no matter what they get involved, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they just have this drive. Besides the eating of platano. Yes. Mm. Besides you, the platano. You put that there and it's fucking lunchtime. Right. <laughs> I think a lot of immigrant cultures really have that ability. Everyone in their own way, though. Right? Like, I've seen, man... Those like those, the taxi drivers and the, you know, the tailors from Senegal, right? Because I live in Little Senegal for a little a little while on One Sixteenth. They do their thing. Dominicans, we have a we have a certain we're astute. It's true, but a lot of immigrant cultures, ha- mm-hmm. you know, have this hustle. Um, and I think there's just something. I did a whole episode on the on the eBay podcast about this actually. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. It's called the Immigrant Journey. I sit down with a lot of like cool immigrant entrepreneurs, and we discovered. So, something like not discover like I just came across this stat that shit was already done but so many of the Fortune 500 companies now are founded by immigrants wow. and we don't even touch on that yeah, Pierre Omidyar who founded eBay he's Iranian right. you know you have people from all different kinds of cultures Yo, come and start shit we're trying to get the founder of Kind you mm-hmm. know the Kind bars mm-hmm. he's Latino we're trying what? to get him on the podcast oh wow. shit there's so many of us out there there's a lot of our kind sweet executives founders CEOs mm-hmm. but why aren't they shouting Latino from the top mm. Ooh. That's a question. Sorry. Just wanted to know. You want me to answer that? Because I was going to give you an answer. Rhetorical okay. question. All right. All right. Sorry. That's a word. Right. <laughs> so that's that's why I think. I think immigrants, we come here and we realize like, yo, just what what we can do with all that we have here and we make it pop. To piggyback that question, you as an investor, mm-hmm. what are you looking as far as investing and also the person? What are some attributes that you say, you know what, I trust this person and I want to invest money with that person? Yeah, like how do you – because, you know, they know you're an entrepreneur. Yep. So people are going to come with you with business ideas. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. how do you know – you know, like us as comedians, we get people, oh, yeah, we got a joke. Like everybody's going to have because they know that's what you do. Right, right, So as an entrepreneur, I'm pretty sure – I mean, I got like five business ideas we could talk about offline. (laughs) But like how do you – like, yeah, how do you navigate those waters? Like how do you know what's bull, what's not, what's – What's a good idea? What's not a good idea? The people, whatever. So you guys are comedians. When you get a comedian that 
let's say you get two cats that come up to you with some comedy shit. And they're like, I yo, I got this thing. Them. I ignore them. Like, no, no, tell me, you can you or can you not tell the difference almost right away? Oh, right away. absolutely. Almost right away. Actually, yeah. From You're someone right. who's like, yo, I kind of write some jokes yeah. here and there. Yeah. Between someone who like, not it doesn't have to be necessarily someone that you've heard of, but someone that gets it right away. Yeah. They're speaking in a way, even if they're not there yet, they're speaking in a way that lets you know that they're serious about what they want to go do. That's yeah. true. That's true. Right? So it's the same essence in a different medium. I can tell when someone's like, yo, if I only had the money to start this thing, <laughs> then I'd be like, yo, you're whack. I don't want to talk to you. Right? Like, right. you could have been, you know how much it costs to build a fucking audience on Instagram? Zero. You know how much it costs to go and, and hustle like Natalia did when she was looking to start, you know, something she didn't know what it was and she networked her way in and ended up becoming Driven Society? Mm. Zero. You know? And if it costs you a little bit of money, you would hustle and find the way to get the bread so you can do the damn thing because that's how bad you want it. Right. It's super fucking clear for me. So when I meet someone whom in their communication and their vibe and their intention and their follow-up is that serious about what they do, then I will make the time for you. When it comes to investing and everything, have you, because of your age, do you feel like sometimes older individuals that are, are working with you, they feel a little intimidated? Can you tell me maybe like if you've been in situations like that? Yeah, yeah. I think I used to before a lot more. Um, but after a while, like execution just speaks, you know, the loudest. Um, now, we are now in a new phase of our life as a firm. And just me personally, this is the first time that I'm breaking into rooms with some of the wealth that literally controls the world. Like literally, wow. I'm not talking like, yo, they, they're hood rich, like like wealth. Like they manage hundreds of billions of dollars and determine the flow of, you know, good, healthy size portion of the economy. This is my first time breaking into that tier, like sitting in front of these rooms. Wow. Um, and the interesting thing is when we pitch folks with like a seven and an eight figure net worth, as an example, like there's, there's a lot of, they're jaded, you know, they're jaded. They look for reasons why it couldn't work. When you meet with someone who has defied all fucking, all odds, all gravity and has, is sitting here, they're looking for reasons why things can work. Right. You know? So the age, the fact that we were young is just a massive asset to them. Cause they're like, oh man, I wish I would have started sooner. Because if they can see that in you, if they can see the quality in you that we talked about, the seriousness, they look for every reason why it can work. And so, yeah, I don't really deal with the age thing anymore these days. Nice. So you're working within so many different buckets and areas. Like, do you sometimes go to bed and you're like, hmm, I'm not doing anything in comedy. So let me go <laughs> after, you know, right. like what determines, you know, your your strategy? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm repping Bronx native. Okay. Yes. Former guest Yer. on the show. Shout out Yer. to Maurice Grudong. Yes. Um, we have a surprise, him and I, in store for you guys, so be on the lookout for that. Well, mm. then we'll support it, obviously. D done. Awesome. Um, so, all right. Do I, How do I think about what should I get into? So, I'll answer that two ways. One, the fund. This fund specifically, we invest in all kinds of shit because the whole thesis is, yo, we don't get nearly enough of all this money. We get 4% of the money, but Latinos, minorities, and women make up 70% of the population. You tell me if that looks fucked up. Hmm. It does. But not even on some, oh, we deserve it. Not even in that way. I mean, from a strategical, practical business sense, who is going to create shit for Latinos better than Latinos? Right. Who's going to make stuff for women better than women? And and who's going to make shit for, you know, 
folks of any of any group better than the folks from that group. So we're there. We want to. We want to get on. We're on the ground floor with a lot of these founders. We can speak their language. We're of the same culture. We can spot the opportunities. We're putting capital in anything and everything, right? Media as long as it's venture scale. So it can, you know, looking to grow fast. Media, ham, cosmetics, you name it. Now the shit that I get into personally, like I have three core businesses. One, I'm in real estate. I buy real estate because I'm trying to make Dominicans wealthy. Um, I'm in venture and and I'm in media. So, like, anything within those three kind of realms, I'm good. Got it. Yeah. Speaking of media, your new show. Tell us about it. Hustle. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, great. Yeah, the show's called Hustle. It is executive produced by Alicia Keys and Marcus Samuelson. Shout out to both of them. So, um, I'm, I'm pumped for it. It's going to be on Viceland. Viceland is a rebel network. You know, Vice, they started as a fucking magazine. They're now yeah. a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. And which in the media world is still considered tiny. And then they did some crazy shit, which was they decided to start a fucking cable TV network. Yeah. Like that's preposterous. Like who does that? Who goes against CBS, ABC, Fox? You know, dozens of billions of dollars a year yeah. that they can spend on content and reach and distribution and so and what forth. What a slate of programming. Mm-hmm. Really There's weird. nobody doing it like them. Right? So they what they lack in reach, because they, they can go toe-to-toe of, you know, dollar-to-dollar with these big companies, so they excel off the merits of their creative. Like, their shit is edgy, right. you know? And, and they went counterintuitive. Rather than making really palatable shit for advertisers, they went fucking raw. Yeah, like- they have a show about sex, whatever. They have vacation, that we to get. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Jesus and Meryl were the formerly of. Formerly. But still, I, was, shit was... I wonder what show Rachel watches. <laughs> I was really looking forward Jerry, to being. My mom listens to the podcast. I know. <laughs> I was looking forward to being on the roster with Jesus and Meryl. I wanted to be on there with them. Um, <laughs> and, like, anyway, the time we were in negotiation with Viceland was, was a crazy time. A lot of stuff was happening for them. You know, they changed CEOs. These and Mero left. You can imagine being on the brink of closing a deal that was going to change your life and all this shit happening. All this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Every, uh, every time something came out in the news, it was this. It was, yeah. it was crazy. Um, but but we, got, <laughs> we got the deal done. Um, wow, thank God. Earlier today, I was watching one of my old videos, and I said to the camera, I was like, yo, if this shit gets picked up, this might legit fucking change my life. I was looking right at the yeah, camera, yeah. so it's kind of funny to flashback. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we got picked up. We're there. Um, Congrats, bro. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, um, but the work is just getting started, you know? Now, having gone through the experience as, as on-camera talent, you start to realize, oh, the machine can't run without us, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, first you hack it and get into the machine, and then you realize that the machine can't run without you. And from here on out, the entire rest of my TV career, I'll be fighting to build more equity for us. Isn't that amazing? Like, when are the network executives and all those people in the decision-making seats going to get it? Mm. How many more examples do you need of a Latino getting on camera or in the writer's room or what have you, having the show blow up? How many more examples do there have to be? This should be, we should be seeing Latino programming if there are 24 hours in a day, at least 12 hours. Hey, <laughs> she went all the way there. What the fuck? That's true, though. That's true. So can you explain a little bit about what the, the show's yeah, about? Yeah, what's on the show? Yeah, I was yeah. just about that. Yeah, I realized I didn't say it. So, yeah. Every, <laughs> every, 
I'm like, yo, watch that shit. Um, hustle. I hustle the me shit yo. out of people. Trust I make me. them run. No advertising no. needed. It'd be, funny if, it'd be funny if we crowdsourced ideas of what people thought the right. show was. <laughs> we were shooting in the Bronx, and I was like, yo, they were like, yo, what you shooting, B? I was like, yo, I'm shooting a show called Hustle. They're like, oh, we're hurt? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 not, you know. Yo, move, these, like, son, move these stacks for me, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that all day. <laughs> move these bundles for me real quick. Put me on That's TV, right. yeah. son. All that. Oh, I got everything you need, Poppy. All that. <laughs> so, so the show is every episode is is one hour long episodes, eight eight episodes, season one, and every episode I work with one founder, one entrepreneur, to help them take their business to the next level. Nice, right? So Perfect. that's that's what it is in a nutshell. I really like we work with a great mix of people. Man, we had Boricuas on, we had Dominicans on, nice. we had you know we we had. White folks, black folks. We had people from all over. It was really a fun, fun thing. And we had we worked with all different kinds of businesses too. Like it wasn't we explicitly we did not want it to be fucking like just hardcore tech. Right. We worked with a micro distillery. You know, we worked with apparel companies. We worked with um, you know these two women that made the first oil for pubic hair. You what? know, <laughs> it's like conditioning treatment. Yeah. Could, yep. That's you right. Know, what? You know something? Oh, I was thinking shit? about. Yeah. <laughs> Because my pews was a little funky the other day. I was like, if there was something. Oh, so yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. For, it's for nice. men and women. Yeah, I have a fur. Right? I hope so. Shout we out to have... Fur. Shout out to Fur. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the company. Fur? Fur. Fur. Yeah. That's funny. That's what I call my joint, too. Fur. Hey. So, so yeah. Usually I just put some baba de caracol, like the Dominican mm. tratamiento, and we. That shit works for everything. I think or, you said you started with Baba. That threw me off a little bit. Baba de Caracol. Yeah, I'm the like, who's he? I'm about. Oh, it's Caracol. Oh, the silicone. Oh, yeah, silicone yeah, yeah, yeah. is also yeah. the good one. Yeah. Anyway, stop it, please. So, Continue. so yeah. So that's that's what it um that's what it is. That's what the show is. I'm excited for you guys to watch and yeah, fucking we premiere this Sunday. This Sunday nice. at night. Nice. Congrats. This is exciting. This is amazing, man. So Yo, see- congratulations, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank you. So, so season one. What was one learning lesson from all the people that you had to uh, interact with? Was there a lesson that you got from somebody or an episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the thing that was clearest to me is in almost every case, you know, you work with founders and like the inclination that we have when we get started in comedy and business and anything really is like someone knows, like someone's way was is better than ours. So we were too proactively seeking for this advice. Right. And in more cases than not, my whole thing is like, yo, learn the fundamentals, but then it's up to you to figure out how you want, like how you want to arrange those fundamentals. Yeah. Right. Like all the music is 12 fucking notes. All literally all of Western music is only 12 notes. Look how, how many shit we've, we've produced from it, from the artists that, you know, go through the process of, you know, that purification, you want to make it your own. So anyway, yeah. that's the biggest How thing. How it evolves. A- every time it was like, yo, learn the fundamentals and now just do it in your own way. Get creative, experiment, do your own shit. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, um, that was the biggest learning lesson. That is so dope. Well, um, my final question, cause we have to unfortunately wrap this up is we hear about everything you do for work. What do you do for fun? I love when people ask me that because it, it makes it sound like, you know, you're always working. Like I'm pissed off when I'm working, you know, yeah. like I'm, <laughs> you know, but like you tell me I'm not having fun right now. Yeah. If, oh, so, no, no. if someone would ask me what I'm doing, I'd say I'm kicking it. I'm also working. We work yeah. in a building. Yeah. I'll rephrase. You know, what's your vice? What What do you do well, like shit. to escape this world? Okay. Copy, 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 copy. So 
my birthday was January 3rd. Um, and I went to Miami. I exclusively wore linens just nice. the whole time. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that's some, no, you got Ex- to. Exclusively. You got to. You got to. And like you need to go to sleep. I no, and knowing that it was cold here too, you yep. got to do the linens. The linens. Yes. Like, go ahead, go ahead. I smoked a, a Dominican cigar, a beautiful, Oof. excellent Dominican cigar, and some, I sipped on some Japanese whiskey. For oh, me, man. get like, you know, my SK, I'm not just naturally the kind of person that like is looking to get OD hype all the time. I'm just like, when I can just kick it and not have, ah, you know, just, just create that space for myself. Yeah, yeah. Sip on some whiskey. I look, I like to apply, I like to imagine actively. I, I like to put myself in environments where it's just easy to let your mind run wild, like of all the things, all the places you want to take it. So that's that's how I like to do my I shit. I love that. Yeah. That's great. You guys, John Henry. Yes. <laughs> and now it's time for some que lo que. You guys, it's que lo que time. John Henry, que lo que. What's good, family? Here it is. I'm up to something new. I'm cooking something hot in the kitchen. I want you to catch it. It's going to be on Viceland every Sunday at 9 p.m. And that something is a show called Hustle. Um, Featuring me, produced by Alicia Keys. You're not going to want to miss it. We're helping people build businesses from the ground up straight into whatever they can flip that shit into. Let's get it. Baby, nice. baby, baby. Hey. All right. And let people know where they can catch you on social media. Please follow me on Instagram. I'm at John Henry Style. Listen, a challenge. I promise you, every single person listening that comments, DMs, engages in any way, shape, or form, I will respond to every single comment. You, you think I'm playing. If you think I'm playing, try me. Okay. Try me. Yeah. I, I want to connect with you guys. Seriously, for those of you guys that are curious and you want to get some shit off the ground, you need some guidance, I always make myself available. My inbox is always open to you. Hit me up and we'll take it from there. That's what's Beautiful. up. Beautiful. Um, will you answer a DM for me? Is that cool? Slide in the DM. <laughs> okay. I thought it was only people listening, but I'm like going to listen to it. So, Done. But I'm also here. Okay. I, uh, so it's my turn for the Keloke. My Keloke. I was not able to give shout-outs last week on the podcast that I was on, um, but I want to give a shout-out. One of them was with Rachel. It was Eggs on Everything, and we were in episode two talking about comedy. Um, I also have a great opportunity to hang out with Kenny Thacker. He has a podcast called Henny with Kenny. Super dope. Kenny! Love Kenny. And then I was in Washington Heights. Frank was actually the only co-host that actually came and supported me live. <laughs> while I was recorded in the monkey room where everyone knows you can find me. And I posted out for two weeks in a row. The, oh, you wanted us to uh, go? The, uh, I Rick wanted us to go to that. H- yeah. I listened to the episode. milk. And, and he was the only one there at all. Frank was connected because I didn't even invite him. But as an individual in my inner circle knows that if I promote something on social media, that's the official way of me saying, hey, come. I hate to burst uh, your bubble, but Frank was already there. He yeah, was probably like, oh, was, shit, you doing that now? He wouldn't go for you. Yeah. 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 He was just there having drinks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, it's true. Oh, hey. 
Frank was smoking hookah. Like, oh, hey. You can talk to me. What are you doing here? You want some wine? I got you. I'll stay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's uh, pretty much it. And then uh, my uh, Juan Bago on all the platforms. I want to thank everybody that has been supporting. And then, yo, by the way, um, next week is going to be uh, a special episode because you and Jamie are not going to be in, on the show. You guys are doing something, something we can't Wait, say. Wait, why are you clapping that loud, Frank? Yo, Frank already hit me up. Yo, so I, I got ideas when it's just going to be you and me. So it's a free-for-all. It's so, a fucking party like, next week. Yeah, so I... Hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? So shout-outs. We have a couple guest co-hosts that are going to be coming in there, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Not me. And, uh, well, you're, us, you're, you're coming. I'm coming with you guys. Yeah. We are, I mean. You can't say anything. No. We're not saying anything. You know what's so crazy? Because Rachel loves to share. Oh, no, she can't. So it's hurting her right yeah. now it's that she cannot It's paining me, but I'm going to share it. my feeling. Okay, so Can what's I your share feeling? my feeling? Go ahead. I, I, I have had tremendous nausea and, um, I'm very nervous. We are going to Los Angeles. No! Next yes. week. No, I'm going to. Room 28 is going to Los Angeles for a very big opportunity that I'm sick. I'm sick over. I'm, I'm going to cry. I'm so wow. sick over the nerves. All right. I've never felt this way right. in my life. Okay. We're leaving Tuesday. You can, um, now that you're at it, you can do the shout outs too. Thanks. Now that my stomach is turning, I'm glad you brought it up, Mike. Appreciate awesome. it. I've been trying to do Well, our listeners it. are going to notice that you and Jamie are not in the show. They're going to be like, what's yeah. going on? I'm taking them. <laughs> All right, my turn. Let me just take a deep breath. Okay. Um, you guys ever have those moments? Like, it could be relatable. It doesn't have to be about show business. Like, you know, you're waiting for your grades on a test or, you know, you just had a good job interview and you want to wonder if you have... Like, everybody can relate to the feeling, I hope. Or else I'm very abnormal and have other issues that I got to talk to my therapist about. But I really think that uh, this is tremendous. Okay. Um... So March 23rd, Room 28 has a show at the Triad Theater. So please follow us at Room 28 Comedy on social media for information on that. Tickets are going to be sold. Go ahead, because you never interrupt me during no. my okay? No, no, before you Go forget. Ahead. No, I want to tell you, like last time I didn't get the VIP package to the show. I didn't just know there was one. Am I going to be able to get a VIP package with like a corner and some bottles or no? Um, How does that work? Well, the way it works is if you're a VIP, you get VIP. Okay. Okay, so then, um, yep, really quick, so the new season of Diabolical on the Identification Discovery Network is coming out on March 15th. You might see somebody familiar. Your girl's going to be on episode 208, so make sure you check it out, Diabolical on ID. A big word up to our compas over at Yero.com, that's double L-E-R-O.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. Everyone saw Tom Brady and the Pats win another Super Bowl, okay? What you didn't see or know is that Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero, is really the key to his success. So visit Yero.com for the whole story on how Guerrero keeps his body in greatness and going all these years. Also, there's a little something called Nine Months that's out right now on Facebook oh, yeah. Watch. Wow. I have not really spoken about it or promoted it. Basically because there's going to be an episode about me on this show that's executive produced by Courtney Cox that is going to reveal a lot of me because all the footage that was submitted was just, you know what, fuck it. Like, if this is what it's about, if it's about exposing this nine-month journey of pregnancy, then you're going to see the good, the bad, the ugly, and the wanna just make you vomit shit. Mm. Okay. All right. Yep. So check it out <laughs> on Facebook Watch. And 
February 16th. I'm sorry, I'm throwing so many dates at you guys. I am losing count. I'm sorry. February 16th, um, Room 28 is performing for Aspira, which is a nonprofit that helps high school students in underprivileged and lower household income areas of the city um, progress and, and go to college. So we're performing with them. And rumor has it that AOC is going to come and speak to the kids. Oh, A-O-C. my God, AOC. Which sketch is it? I don't know. We're going to have to figure out what we're performing that right, I'm day. I'm coming back. Well, no, I AOC is going to be there at the Aspida conference on February 16th, and that's going to be at Hostos oh. Community College in the BX. Hostos. And the last thing is, I, speaking of the BX, you guys know I do not go to the BX, but I did today. I went to the Bronx Zoo with my kids, and I got a shout out to Black Dude. Were you like Liam Neeson? I was looking for a black <laughs> bastard. Anyway... <laughs> I was waiting for the two train at 180th Street, and as I as I was there on the platform, black dude got off the train, was going downside, and he was like, "Oh shit, Latinos out loud!" And I just like was ah, I didn't expect it, but I was like, "Thank you." So yo, if you black and you listen to the Latinos Out Loud podcast, thank you. Tell your peoples about it, bro. Yes. We Latinos, our content's not for Latinos; it's for Latinos and then some. We. We are the Hispanics, and yep. we are the ones that are loud, in case you needed clarification. Yes. Um, down that note, thank you so much. Follow me at Rachel La Loca. Okay, and uh, Jerry, do you have this golden I just, opportunity right now. First of all, right thank now. you guys for having me on. This was a lot of this fun. This was special, man. I tell you, I listen to you guys in the middle of the night sometimes, and I want to text you guys in response, and I forget that I'm not listening to y'all live. Uh, oh, so you're saying that we sound live even though we're not? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like, I mean, and I know you guys, it sounds like I'm in the room sometimes with you guys. Deep. That's creepy. Pretty, yeah. Mm. But no, thank you guys so much. <laughs> we uh, get that a lot. Yeah. So yeah. as Rachel said, room 28, March 23rd. Yep. Um, the 16th, we're doing this stuff at Hostel, so I'm a lot on that. Uh, Crazy. Shout out to my room 28 family. We're, you know, big things. Oh, Fingers so crossed. I'm going to throw um, up. No, it's big things. I, I'm, I'm very happy. And uh, my handle is Elmo Di Foca across all social media. You know, media. I got to... I gotta tell you, like that moment when we talk about Room Twenty Eight, that's usually when an impression comes out of you. But since you were here, right. it was perched. Right, right. So I just wanted to let you know that oh, would have Jamie would have been like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. So <laughs> awesome, yeah. All right. It's that time of the show where we have a Keloke Quickie exclusive in the studio right now. We have Ian Lara. Yes, sir. Put your hands together. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing you all over the internet this week. Wow, dude. Yeah, I had a good internet week. Yo, they were sharing that I everywhere. Tell everybody week. what that means. Oh, yeah. sorry. The okay. listeners. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, a couple months ago in uh, September, I taped a, a, sh- a new show for Comedy Central. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Where I, I, it's a stand-up show where they feature uh, young up-and-coming stand-ups in the scene or whatever. And I recorded a set. It taped in Brooklyn. I recorded a set, and it released on January 17th. And uh, it's like a seven, six, seven-minute set, but they, they they took one minute where I talked about being an African Latino and yes. being coming from Dominican parents and stuff, and they they posted it. Comedy Central posted it, and it just it just started. It just kept building. Like every you know, from the time they released it, every few days somebody bigger would share it. Like it was it would be like a big Instagram person that somebody bigger would share. It. And then Tommy Five K shared. When Tommy Five K shared it, it, like it it, it, Yo, it, it went. That's, it. that's my brother. I I, pre- I didn't even know him, and he and he looked out, out for Tommy. me. Yeah, Tommy. Shout out to Tommy. Tommy. 
Tommy, we, yeah. yeah, shout out to Tommy. He ain't even, I didn't even know him, and he posted it, and he hit me up about it. He was like, "Yo, this is great. I, I, I love him for that." And all a lot of the the, the big, you know, big Instagram guys, the Jay Ramirez, he reached out. Um, yeah, Worldlight and Star posted it, so I was really appreciative of that. It's man. the Delomio power when us Dominicans see, oh, oh, what's this? It's like a signal. Oh, oh mira right. loco, check but it out. But in particular, that story, man. Yeah, oh, that. Yeah, the, the amount of people that yeah, that man. were that could relate to it was it was My ridiculous. Brother. And you know what? What was funny is like. Like when I decided to do that, like when Comedy Central told me that they wanted me to record a set, I wanted to, I wanted to take the first minute. And if you watch the full thing, it's only a minute. I only talk about being mm-hmm. in a minute. Like the rest of my act, I just I, my act is general about dating and 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 mm-hmm. and what is life like for me. But when when I did that, when Comedy Central told me they were going to do that, I wanted to. I, I I spent the last like two three years traveling all across the country and Canada performing comedy and there was some place in the country where I would meet people and I would tell them, oh, I'm Dominican and either they wouldn't believe me or they right. wouldn't know where Dominican Republic is. <laughs> you're just black. You're black. Yeah. You're black. Right. Right. Yeah. And and so I I just wanted to be honest. The the love that the, the that the Dominicans and the African Latinos have given me is immense. But to be honest, I I wanted to record that because I knew Comedy Central was a network that was watched by predominantly white people and I wanted right. to show them like yeah like we're people we're a thing and we're happening and, and we're the and next we're big thing funny. Yeah. we're fucking hilarious we <laughs> do more than thing. play baseball right yeah. <laughs> right listen I, it, 2017 2018 still people in some parts of the country do not know what a Dominican is yeah where it is because because if you go to places like Nebraska when they hear Dominican Republic they just think Punta Cana right. that's what they know uh, vacation so if you've never been to Punta Cana if you don't take vacations why would you know Dominicans or, or what do you mean Casa de Campo yeah. I love that place exactly exactly <laughs> I was speaking to one dude and he was like yo he was like I don't understand he's like yo I don't understand why they say Dominican Republic is a third world like country he's like like I went and it was beautiful like the beaches oh, and the- God. I was like Where, God. where'd you go Punta Cana he was like yeah <laughs> did you leave the resort no oh okay uh, <laughs> he was asleep during the drive from the airport cool. to the resort because you could see a little bit yeah. of it during the drive right the tin right. roofs didn't throw him off you know right. So the house is hanging off the side of the mountains. Did it throw them off? The dead dogs from starvation. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you landed on a mud strip. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but they covered it all up with the guy with the guida. The country had no lights as they yeah. were flying over. Right, what yeah. they think? They that were is, just trying to save energy? I think it was the typical at the airport. <laughs> it got them yeah. dizzy. It just threw it. It's like, yo, llegamos. So you just kind of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So, Ian, why stand up comedy? What got you into stand up comedy? Um, well, I, I, I was originally, when I was in college, I was studying to be a lawyer. That's what I was mm. going to do. But Say word. Yeah, word. But my friend... You said it. That was great. <laughs> Not everybody said it. He told you were studying to be a lawyer. Simon says over yeah. here. Like, she says, women tell me to do it. I do it. And, yeah. Oh, wow. Really? He's, he's good. He's, 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 he's good. He's yeah, I've been, I've been uh, media trained. Yeah, I know. Yo, that was impressive right there. I don't know exactly what to say. On paper, yeah. I like that. Wait, I like so, that. So tell us about Out of Tune because I have an obsession with game shows. Yeah. Everybody here knows that, but tell us about Out of Tune. Yeah. Oh, it's... actually, Out of Tune, Out of Tune. I don't know if you guys know what uh, HQ or if you guys played yeah, HQ. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, Out of Tune is this music game show that we launched a couple months ago. 
and you could download it on your phones on whatever um i if you got the the iphones or the green text whatever you guys do i don't judge <laughs> i don't judge anybody with the green text but yeah you could whatever. download yeah. android douchebags yeah yeah i block them once i see that <laughs> um i almost i almost didn't do the podcast because the person that had the text this is a setup she said me yeah. <laughs> so no Rocio, it's been nice knowing you you can find the door get her an ipad Rocio. jeez yeah well no it's a game show you could download it on your phones it's a game show you play we played 12 songs it's me and a dj and there's another host melody and a dj and we played 12 songs there's a dj that'll play the 12 songs out of tune for 10 seconds and if you guess all the 12 songs correct you split the pot of the money oh nice. yeah. my God. And, and yeah and i'm not i can't even announce like the stuff sure. that's coming but like I, I it's about to become like a bit a big deal so hey. nice. yeah so, so that's good. So let's bring it back again. Yeah. Uh, so why stand up? I know you said you were this. Yeah. Uh, my friend. Um. I. I. I've always been a fan of stand up comedy. You know. I've always been a like. I've always found it fascinating to be able to make. You know. You stand up there with a mic. You just talk words and you put the words together in a way to make people laugh. You know. Ninety five percent of my career nobody's ever known me where i come from or anything when i take the stage so you start from zero when you take the stage you know there's a lot of people you always meet people that are like oh i could do comedy i could be funny it's like mm-hmm. well you could be funny in context right. like if, if if you say something you could say something to tag them and then if she says you could tag them but what if you had a mic and everybody was silent and you had to build it from scratch i've right. always been fascinated with that art so that's why i decided to you know to do it who, is, who are some of your influences like since you started doing it yeah. you took it seriously like, I guess you're studying it a little bit more. Yeah. Like, who do you, like, older guys and maybe even some of the new guys? I mean, older guys, of course, like the legends, the the Murphys, the, you know, the the Richard Pryors, the uh, uh, Chappelle's, Chris Rock, that goes without saying. I'm still a fan, a huge fan of Kevin Hart. I like mm-hmm. Hannibal Burris. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and even, even like, Sebastian. I don't know if you guys know Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Oh, my he, God. He just did Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I got to go big. watch that. That was that was. <laughs> To see him, I mean, as a comedian, it's it Madison gross. Square Garden. It's 19,000 yeah. people, one man with a microphone. That's where the Knicks play. Yeah. It's five on five. It's one man with a microphone. That's insane. That's insane. So what's next for you? I know that you have that video that's going out there. Like, what, are, are you working on doing a comedy special? Like, what's it? What's in the plans for 2019 for you? Uh, I will say this. I can't say... But so much is uh, on the horizon, so I want people Come to on, follow with. me. Follow me. <laughs> I can't. How many syllables? I can't. But the sky is the limit. Like honestly, I had a lot of things. I had a lot of things that were brewing already. Like before the mm-hmm. thing went, before the thing was shared, before the thing went viral, I had a lot of things that I was working on. But now it's like, I mean, I can't. Even, it's it's a I feel like the Dominicans and and not only Dominicans, African Latinos and. Um, African Americans, which mm-hmm. uh, you know, I I I want to make that clear because I, I I read some of the comments and some people, you know, first of all, this is a joke. Like I'm I'm telling a joke. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not trying to educate you on a history lesson. People are like, well, actually, the correct term is uh, oh Dominican Republican. I'm like, listen, I don't I don't I don't whatever. These are these are jokes that I'm telling, and and that's the first thing. And second of all, I just wanted to put the culture up top. Like I just wanted to. Uh-huh. I wasn't I wasn't shading anybody. I wasn't sh- I I I I. I wrote the joke and I and I and I read the words on it and I and I made sure that that I was specific when the when the it's not I'm not saying I'm not black I said I'm not African American mm-hmm. I am black. black I am black we're black look at me black. I'm black as, as it gets <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying Very I'm not too. black I'm black those, yeah, exactly yeah. I'm black yeah. and I'm proud of yeah. it I'm saying I'm African Latino I'm yeah. African proud African yes. proud Latino yeah. and if you've never heard of us 
Right. We're the next Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's not mutually exclusive. It's not mutually exclusive. Exactly, exactly. But you know, sometimes you you can't read the comments. Sometimes you read nah. the comments, yeah, and, and I want to and I want to I want to go back. I'm like, first, y'all dissecting this. These are jokes. Yeah. I'm telling that's jokes. That's the worst this comedy. Yeah. yeah. So I just I just stop reading. Whenever you have comments. to explain a joke or you dissect it, that's when it's yeah the death of yeah. It. And then and then for the people for the because I saw a lot of it. It's funny because I, like. A lot of the white reception was like they just think it's just funny and they right. love it. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of the Latinos and the and the, and the, and the African Americans, they were going back and forth, like debating that some people, some people being racist. Nah, you this. Nah, you that. Right. You this. And I'm like, first of all, whatever. Like you, you. Yeah. If, 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 it's crazy to me because if you hear the joke, like right. you're debating exactly what I'm stating in the joke. You're telling me what I am yeah. in the joke. White people, when I tell them I'm Dominican, they tell me you're African-American. Right. And then you got Dominicans reading it and telling me you're this. They're telling me you're that. And it, whatever you feel, I don't care. I just wanted to put the culture up top. And I did. That video went viral. And there's people that didn't know about African Latinos and didn't know about you know, the, the, the black and, and, and Latin culture. And, you know, because of that one minute clip, now they got a better idea. So that's all I wanted to do, you know? Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, no, I really, I really want to thank you. Thank you for that, bro. No, I thank you. I feel yeah. like the Dominicans, they, they picked me up. They, they put me Yo, up. That's what they do, though. I did, I did Telemundo on Monday. This is I'm not just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not just, I did, I said so total, my mom Nice. No, sis, okay. I salió en acceso total. Rojo Vivo, is that Rojo Vivo still on? Ponte el DVR. Exactly, yeah, I got the whole family. This Your life is complete, bro. Your life is complete. Your life is complete. Because you're Spanish famous now. I thought about retiring when I was Right, you're Spanish famous. Because now your tía can say she saw you on TV. That's what I was going to say. Yo, that's it. That's when you know when all the tía, like, the tías are bragging about you. Tuviste ahí en el televisión, tú lo viste. Mira, mira, póngale en YouTube. We've done some pretty accredited shit, but yeah. when we came out on Gordo y la Flaca, forget oh, it. Yo, that was I was it, like, yo. I'm so proud That's of you. Yeah. You're gonna make money. Like, I told when I, I told my mom I filmed for Comedy Central. She was like, Oh, que bueno. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy Central. It's the biggest comedy <laughs> network. Right. The, the comedy network. Comedy Central está bien. Vete a la balota. Está bien, Camis. Ay, yo estoy busy. Yo estaba. Yeah, yeah. Tú estabas en Telemundo. Oh, my God. Es que yo no me sé ese canal. Eso está allá arriba. Es que la abuela tuya está en Telemundo. Dile, dile, dile. Yeah, yeah. And I even, it reached, the link has gone to DR. I got people from, I got I got people from DR over there I'm reaching out. I just, I'm just so appreciative for for all the, all the, the, the Dominicans. The African Latinos from wherever, Colombians, yeah. Cubans, wherever you're from, um, and first, you know, first or second generation people that are here who are like me, uh, uh, like us, you know, like maybe there was a stigma with our, and, and I'm honest about this about our parents, or our grandparents having a you know racial thing or being racist towards the complexion. But I just wanted to let everybody know we're first generation, we're here, we're black, we're proud, we're not. Right. There's no, no there's no self denial yeah. in this. No, yeah, like, there may have been a little self denial in the generation. There before. was, but that's just you has know? to do that's with how, how they that, were right, brought that's up. Whole that wasn't their fault. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole Trujillo thing. Right. Yeah. Being right. in a generation so where Americans, say, we know what we are. Don't we don't stigmatize Dominicans as right. being racist or anything. We're right. not. I'm black. I'm a black Dominican. My whole family is black yeah. Dominican. Black. My whole family is proud of black Dominicans, and we love everybody. We love Haitians, wherever you come it's from. It's like the that's Chris just... Rock. Like I was watching that CB4 movie, remember? And it's like Adam Pace, like I'm black and he black and I'm black, y'all. Exactly. I'm black, black y'all. Black, black. I'm yeah. black, y'all. That was yeah. the whole song. I'm black yeah. and I'm black and I'm black, y'all. That's, proud. That's yeah. It is right there. Well, thank you so much for coming. Lara, people. Ian Lara. Very quickly, uh, shout out your handle so people yeah. can catch you and yeah. listen to on, you right now. I'm on Instagram, on Twitter, on, on, on my website is Ian Lara Live. That's I A N L A R A L I V E. 
Comedy.com. You can follow me on all platforms. And um, if you guys want to check out the, the Comedy Central set, they put it on, they, it's on the Comedy Central website, mm -hmm. and they put it up on uh, YouTube. So you could just Google Ian Lara on YouTube, and you could watch it, and it's six minutes. And, Perfect, and man. And if you, if you care so to, proud. share it. And Yeah, if you haven't seen it, take a minute I haven't and watch shared it. Like, something, and so, like, I haven't yeah. shared it. Like, I, the video that, your video, I yeah. haven't shared it. He like, personally shared it in a I text. I texted yeah. to him. To me. I'm like, yes. Said, Have you seen this kid? And Bro, I was like, yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm beyond, like I told you guys, like I, that, I was doing that to white people. Like I was trying to show the white people what the, what the, the culture has, like how they've helped me, like, like build my, you know, build my career. And the meetings, the people that are talking to me now that weren't talking it's to dope. me before. Yeah, it's <laughs> beautiful. It's wow. funny. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Well, you guys, this is the end of the episode. I know, I hate to break the bad news to you. I hate to burst your bubble, but uh, here we are at the end. I want to thank everybody, Jerry, for coming through. I had so much fun, guys. Yo, thank son, you. you did it. Cashed out, right? I did, I did. You here. I did it. Thank you to John Henry. Thank you, Ian Lara, everybody, thank the crew. You guys. Yeah. Everyone who's been leaving us reviews, continue. Log on to somebody else and do it again. <laughs> right. Yeah, comment. Right. Should I replace Jamie? Right. You know and what everybody I mean? that's been commenting negative on my video, do not continue. Yeah, exactly. Delete your page and get a day job because nice. you know. if you're gonna give us one star, just go that. Yeah, way. Go get a day job. Why? Don't, you know what I mean? We don't want you. That's why I said I don't understand why you're able to give like negative reviews. Like why? Like yeah. why on YouTube you could give thumbs down? Like for what? Like, yeah, that's true. You should just be able to give a thumbs up if you like that's it. You it, give yeah. a thumbs up. If you don't, don't like it, just keep it moving. moving. So anyway, it's the end of the uh, episode. On that note, we love you guys. De verdad. Shout out to being Dominican and to all the Dominicans listening. But if you're not Dominican. You're still welcomed and loved, kind of. Anyway, it's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Check Thank us out. Guys. And on that note, we out. Oye, mijo, que show es ese que están escuchando. Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.